With Lunchables, you can... Build a cracker stacker as high as the moon. Or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a guitar like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Give yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lunchables, built to be eaten. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Sesh. I'm Kendall Ray. And I'm Janelle. Thanks for joining us for our first episode of 2021. That's crazy. and But it's episode 20, which is driving me nuts. Oh, yeah. I really oh, wanted it to be episode 21. 21. Damn it. Yeah, well, I know. Should have started a week earlier. I know. <laughs> we really should have <laughs> planned that out better. Yeah. Well, hey, we made it through 2020. Yes. Well, when we're recording this, it's still 2020. So, yeah. But oh yeah, hopefully we make it to twenty twenty one. Knock on wood, okay. No, but um, by the time this comes out, it will officially be the new year, which yes. is I don't know about you guys, but I'm very freaking ready for a new year. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know, so many people are like, it doesn't matter. Though. I know, but it like kind of does. It does. I mean, I don't know. It does in the sense that I feel like there's a lot of hope for the new year. I don't think things are going to be different right away. Obviously, I think that, mm-hmm. you know, the January, February, March, April, it, those could be rough months, especially, mm-hmm. like, you know, talking about COVID and stuff. But once I'm hoping spring comes around and we get those vaccines pumping out, like I'm hoping that a year from now we'll be able to be like, God, looking back, like it, things really did heal to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely it could take a while. I think that's a good point. But I think I mean, hopefully I'm not a psychic. Certainly anything <laughs> could happen, I guess. But I really hope that this is a better year for everybody and that we're on, you know, on the way to healing, although it's going to take a long time. Like this yeah. is going to have this had such a huge effect on the world. Like yeah. even if there was no covid, just everything else that's oh, changed yeah. because of it. You know, it's just going to take a while for us to bounce back, for people to bounce back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't even think it will ever really be the same. Like as far as I think we'll have new precautions in place to keep people more sanitized and maybe a little bit more spread out i don't know i don't know if it'll ever go back to how things were before yeah but But i'm with you i'm feeling hopeful me going in i'm hoping we're having some good energy i really hope so (laughs) let's really hope so because we need some so on today's agenda we are going to be talking a little bit more about astrology Mm -hmm. we asked on twitter what topics you guys want to see in 2021 and so many of you asked for more astrology Mm -hmm. and just more discussion around spiritual things and kind of our opinions on certain things and we thought we could kind of learn together throughout this year because we both said last year we feel like we haven't come as far in our spiritual journeys as we wanted to so maybe It'll be an opportunity for us to learn new things, for our audience to learn new things. We're going to learn together. We're going to grow together in this new year. Totally. Um, So we are going to be going through the astrological ages, Mm -hmm. which is a super, super interesting topic. And it's so relevant for right now Mm -hmm. because many people believe that the age of Aquarius just started. Um, some, a lot of astrologists, however, do, like I've said on both shows a bunch of times, (laughs) they believe it hasn't started yet. Right. Some believe it already started. It's so, it's so debated. No one can know. There is no like specific writings. Yeah. It's, it's completely up to the astrologist's perception of things. Sure. Um, however, I personally believe we are in the age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Definitely now. Yeah. Um, whether it started in December on the 12th, I mean, not the 12th, 21st, 21st, sorry. 
dyslexia <laughs> or if it but, started like it could yeah. theoretically could have started 100 years ago mm-hmm. right because in time like that's like nothing relatively speaking some <laughs> people think it started in 2012 and ah, that the world technically ended, ended. our old world ended hey, okay and this was just the start of you know the new age not the world technically sure, sure. ended not like right, we right, all blew up right, and died right. and we're living in a dream however but, that was the big fear yeah, of 2012 so yeah some maybe, people actually do have that theory <laughs> maybe that's what they meant by like the world ending in 2012 like it yeah. wasn't really like a restart and that's what a lot of people believe that is what they meant the mayans when mm-hmm. they did that but me could be so basically these are like t- around 2000 year periods mm-hmm. and when you look back in time it's very interesting how how we have grown along with these ages and how the, I mean, if you believe in astrology, you believe that these ages are for us to grow, that it's, we go through these ages so that humanity continue to, you know, expand, advance. advance. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely go through it all from the start. It's honestly really interesting because a lot of the major like events and themes of these ages really have to do with the signs. They do. It is. And I think that's one of the things that really drove home astrology for me personally when I first got into it was one of the first chapters I ever read in that book that I always talk about. Mm, It's called The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need. We'll link it below. Mm -hmm. I love this thing. It's a great starting point. But when I first read that, um, one of the opening points, or maybe I just opened that chapter, but one of the first things I read was about the ages. And I was like, holy shit. Does everyone know about yeah. this? This is some wild stuff. Like yeah. it really adds up. Mm-hmm. So I know some of you don't believe in astrology, of course, and that's fine. Feel free to listen. Feel free to be entertained mm-hmm. and absorb. You know, we're not saying this is all fact and we know everything by no, any means. Kendall and I know everything. <laughs> we're all knowing when it comes to astrology. Yeah, that's the other thing is we are not astrologists. No. We have not spent years researching. We are in astrology enthusiasts. Enthusiasts, but we are very much so like beginners still. Astrology oh, yeah. is insanely complicated and like mm-hmm. we've tried to put the pieces together the best we can. But mm-hmm. our main goal, like our dream would be able to have someone who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about when it comes yes. to astrology on the show. That's what I was going to say too <sighs> is that's our big goal for the upcoming year is hopefully some point in the year we're able to have guests the reason that our show specifically we haven't done any type of like zoom thing because there i've there are so many psychics out there i've wanted or psychics astrologists just people in this space interesting people that i've wanted to contact and ask them just to come on the show for even just a 10 minute video call Mm -hmm. but we can't we literally don't have the technology here in our studio unfortunately we're in our backyard and the wi-fi isn't really bad (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's really not the most ideal setup maybe one day we'll move into like a actual studio space with so we can do that type of interview easy and then obviously we haven't been able to have anyone in person because of the pandemic right yep um but there are so many people that we want to have on that just can explain this so much better than us we have a lot of notes because yeah we can't just go off our heads or this is gonna turn out no we actually like a bunch um, of high rambling yeah serious (laughs) no that would actually be happening it would not be cute like Um, we understand it but not we need like I need yeah. guidance still, yeah. though. Like, I do too. Yeah. And this is extremely complicated. If you don't understand, you know, it's such a massive topic. It's it's like a language. It is. It's, it's like entire- how do you, it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like every time I, I understand a piece of it, then I like read about this other piece. And I'm like, yeah, wait, what? I don't know what any of that That's means. That's how your journey to astrology should be. It yeah. should take years to get to yeah. the point where you're like an expert. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. so much. It's not something you like do a quick Google search yeah. on and obsess over for a month and then you know everything, you know? Yeah, 100%. It takes time. So 
This is going to be a really interesting episode. I'm really excited to talk about this and talk more about the age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Um, I was nervous to see how people on, especially on mile higher would react to that Mm -hmm. because we talk so much about true crime and all these other things. And I know that brings a very like factual audience that unless they see it, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I totally respect that. Or they have other religious beliefs that conflict. And so it's like kind of a tricky subject to talk about on there, but this show definitely me and Janelle want this to be a space where we can explore all possibilities mm-hmm. and think open-mindedly yep. and yeah we, we we're not here to, to do the same we're not here to like push a narrative at no. all like you can literally think all we're saying is bs that's totally fine with me we just think yeah. it's interesting and it's our show we won't talk about it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah guys we're really excited for this one also guys we just wanted to thank our sponsors daily harvest and usual wines thanks guys for supporting us we really appreciate you um but before we get into our ages we kind of just wanted to you know discuss about how our last week has been i know that the last episode we talked a lot about our personal highs and lows of the year Um, And kind of, you know, what we hope to be able to accomplish or work on um, personally in our lives for the future and stuff. So, I mean, I have a little update I could share. Um, I know last week I talked a lot about how I kind of fell off of the meditation train a little bit this year and like hadn't hadn't been doing it on a regular basis like I used to in the previous years. And last night I did two meditations for like. I think probably like 20 minutes total or something, which isn't very long, but it was a long time for me. That and is a lot too. It felt really, really good. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Dude, you sent me, okay. So Kendall sent me one that was about like, you know, meeting your inner child again mm-hmm. and like having them guide you to your, um, chi- like your, gro- your, the house you grew up in your childhood home. Mm-hmm. And it made me cry. <laughs> so okay. Sweet. Well, to back up a little bit, Janelle had a really hard day yesterday. <laughs> you were so stressed out. I was. We, we got some personal news that, you know, we'll talk about later. It was just kind of, it was stressful to get that. Yeah. But also you want to explain what happened Yeah, just in your last 48 hours and then we'll get back to the meditation thing. Cause I yeah. want to talk about that more, but. Okay. So, uh, the day before, I don't know, it was like two days ago from here. It doesn't really matter to you guys, but whatever, a few days ago, I got the news that someone at my boyfriend's work had been exposed to COVID. They believe like it wasn't hundred percent sure, but there was like, there is a good chance. And so, um, my, my boyfriend is still at the office here and there, um, very rarely, but he is still there. And so I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what if for some reason he got it and we got it. And so I like totally spiraled quickly yeah. was able to get a appointment for a test and went on and got, Monday on we normally record on Tuesdays. Right. Yeah. So it was Monday, today's Wednesday. So I got my test, um, Monday at like noon and it was honestly really easy. If you, I'll talk about the experience mm-hmm. a little bit. If you're curious, I, yeah, I'm curious. Was, I haven't gotten it. It was so easy. I was expecting it to be like tons of lines and waiting yeah. and like expensive or something. But all I did was go on, there's like this website where you go on and you can pick, um, these locations, you know, near you and you pick one. And then I was able, some schedule, um, appointments, some don't, I was able to schedule an appointment for like a half hour later hopped my car, drove down. It was actually my old high school that did the testing. Um, so I went to there and then I didn't even have to get out of my car, didn't even have to show my ID, didn't have to have my insurance card or anything like that. Wow. Um, I had my appointment. They pulled it up on their phone. Like, oh, you're Janelle. Great. What's your date of birth? What's your phone number? All right. And then I just rolled down the window and they swabbed both John and I in the car and sent us on our way. It took like less than five minutes, the whole thing. It was wow. so easy, painless. Like, I don't... I don't think I necessarily have a very high pain tolerance, but I was expecting it to be way worse because yeah. some people are like saying that it's like terrible. Yeah. And it was like, not. I mean, I was completely fine. I've heard it depends on your nose shape, oh. the cavity. Well, I guess I have the perfect nose cavity. 
<laughs> John's <laughs> eyes watered a little bit. I was like, it's supposed to make you cry. I'm surprised yours did. It was like a little bit watery, but nothing bad. I don't know. Mm. It wasn't bad at all. And then I. That's great. Uh, freaked out for the next like day yeah. and a half. Well, we were freaking out because we couldn't record the show. And we were like, how are we going to do things? Because the holiday is coming up. Yeah. So we were like. We yeah, were, we thought we were going to have to cancel another week. Yeah. We were really bummed out. Because I we wasn't like, going to come over here sad. until I'm like 100% yeah. sure I'm negative. Right. And so, yeah, I w- it was really, ugh, I didn't like it. And they, of course, are like, give you a window of, you'll hear between 24 and three days, 24 hours and three days or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, oh God. Well, this morning at 4 a.m., I got a text on my phone saying my results <laughs> were ready. So I went on and I'm negative. That's so good. I'm so happy. <laughs> so, and uh, I feel completely fine. Like I yeah. wasn't. I, I didn't think right. I had it, but I just wanted to be cautious. And you were just, I mean, to explain more, like you were just having so much anxiety that day as well. Just a bunch yeah. of other things going yeah, on. So it was kind of like stuff. the, you know, the tip yeah. of the iceberg yeah. was like, if I have COVID, yeah. then everything's then ruined. Everything like we're going to have to cancel. Like, how would we even do the shows? Oh, well, oh, I started thinking about that. I was like, cause I have to sit in my house for two weeks. Yeah. So I don't know how the fuck mile higher and sesh would have continued yeah. on. For I know two weeks. I was freaking out. We were freaking out. Yeah. So thankfully she doesn't have it, but I was like, dude, today's the day for meditation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you exactly. are having a lot of anxiety and especially cause we did end the last episode by talking about how we're going to make improvements to our mental health in 2021. If you mm-hmm. didn't hear the end of last episode, the just kind of tail end, like the last 20 minutes mm-hmm. we talked about our personal years and our goals for next year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, yours, one of yours was to meditate. This meditation is so wonderful, wonderful that I sent Janelle. It's so good. I feel like for anybody, because I think we forget that just because we're we're older now, we're grown up, doesn't mean we still don't have that inner child. Mm-hmm. Like your your childhood self does live inside of mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And even though it's a past version of yourself, all the past versions of yourself reside somewhere. Their pains, their their emotions, yeah. their everything. Their so, happiness. I mean, yeah. yeah, it builds you are who you are in present day because of all these, you know, forms yes. of you that you've like kind of been through. That's exactly right. So those forms yeah. kind of store up in there. Mm-hmm. And this meditation is all about my therapist recommended it to me about getting in touch with that child again, mm-hmm. just even reconnecting so that you can comfort that inner part of yourself that needs comfort and be who you need to be now for that child, you know, whatever they didn't have back then. Yep, exactly. And it's a beautiful one. It's, yeah. it's on the Breathe app, actually. Yeah, I feel like Breathe, the Breathe app isn't that much like that well known or something. I don't know. I don't hear many people talk about it. I feel like they talk about other ones. Yeah, it's but a really good one. I love the Breathe one. It's really good. They have so many different ones mm-hmm. and their voices are really calming. So if you are looking for a for an app or if you, if you want to do the specific uh, meditation, it's on the Breathe app. So did you have trouble focusing after not doing it for a while? You know, I actually really liked that I started with the one you sent me because it was guided from start to finish. They were talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, picture yourself doing this. Now you're walking here and I look down and you see this and look over and you see this and you're holding this person's hand. And then I don't want to like give it away, but it like makes you kind of walk through Mm -hmm. your childhood in a sense. And that was really helpful because I didn't really have a chance to like get distracted necessarily because they were like, do this. And it was like a little journey. Yep. Um, and that was, yeah, it was like a perfect first meditation to get back into because then afterwards, dude, I felt so pumped mm-hmm. about it. I like literally did another one. Good. I was like, fuck. Cause it was, and it's like 13 minutes. I yeah. think it went probably pretty fast. Yeah. The, the ones, those are called visualization meditations yes. and they're so helpful, especially if we both have ADD. Yeah. It's hard to concentrate. Your mind is a crazy place. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to focus in and these just 
walking you step by step or like taking you through like a beautiful woods or any mm-hmm. anything like that that's going to have you visualizing things and keeps you on yes, on track. It keeps you on track. It's definitely good for learning. So this one that I just want to mention it is called Meet Your Magical Child. It's on the Breathe app. Yep. Uh it's wonderful. There's there's a lot of heal your inner child type meditations on the breathe app actually mm-hmm. there's a lot of i mean you could type it on youtube inner yeah. child meditation there's something mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, there's a meditation for anything that you're struggling with and i find if you find if you like look up a specific thing that's that's a problem for you and actually do a meditation for that it works better because it's almost like if it's just a meditation for anxiety it's so general yeah. that you can get really sidetracked and yeah. you know versus if you can focus in on a problem and try to work through that and totally and just yeah Yep. It's good stuff. I'm so proud of you. That was awesome. Thank you. Because you were freaking out yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I was freaking out. I was you like, were. okay. She like kind of sent me this text that was like, listen here, <laughs> you need to like do some self-care. Like you yeah. need to go meditate. You need to take care of yourself first. I was like, you know what, mom? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, I just know that I know what that's like. And I know what it's like to like spiral in anxiety and like one thing goes wrong and then everything, everything just goes just wrong. Like, oh! It's just like, I'm I think like, everyone yeah. out there can understand that yeah. feeling. I feel like sure. this is a year where definitely like we've experienced a lot of like that feeling of out just out of control. Like I can't, mm-hmm. can't control COVID can't control this. Like, Oh my God, what's going to happen. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. What if God forbid I'm positive, then how do I work for the next two weeks? And it's just like yeah. it's a total spiral. I know. And the energy we are like in the middle of this huge energy shift right now. Yeah. And it's important that we like align with that mm-hmm. and make sure that we don't get caught up in the chaos of the age of Pisces. Yo. Yeah. Shit was crazy. Shit was wild. <laughs> Glad to be out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me too. Well, hopefully we're out. Yeah, we don't hopefully know. We're Let's out. explain that more. Um, do you want to go ahead and get into it? Yeah. I I'm just also down. wanted to say, guys, um, that we don't have spicy topics this oh, week. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify we're, this isn't like a regular on our show. I know we've done them like every week, but from the beginning, we agreed we don't want to be talking about things that we don't personally find interesting or aren't that. Like, like exciting, exciting. Or we don't want to just like have something spicy just to fill the yeah. time for like the sake of yeah. having a spicy topic every month or every week and it's we like, found ourselves doing that sometimes where we're just like picking something that we're like mm, yeah mm. and so if we don't have anything and there's just not much going on right now there's honestly not i was just checking like trending on twitter and there's yeah. nothing really nothing that at we least when we're about. recording yeah there's nothing going on so we're just gonna move right in and have more time for our main topic today instead yes absolutely um, but before we do that, do you want to talk to them about the Magic of Eye journals? Oh, here? yes. I would like to mention this. So these are journals that I have promoted on my channel last year as well. And we're doing this again. This is really cool. So these are um, journals and planners and um, dream journals that are vegan leather. And they are from a company called Magic of Eye. And they're absolutely beautiful astrological based journals. Mm-hmm. So they keep track of you know, what, where, what, where the planets are currently the current phase of the moon. They give you tips. There's this whole guide for like the type of energy for that day. They have like little nicknames for it and like what you should keep in mind or what could be useful for that day. So it's just a really cool way to slowly learn a little bit about astrology every day. And it's also just an absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. They're beautiful. planner. And, and like I said, if you're, if you already have a planner or you have a specific type of planner, they also have these dream journals, which are beautiful. And they have a little bit, a little bit of information about um, dreaming in the beginning. And then they have, you know, they have blank journals, they have lined journals, they have many so ones. Many, yes. Minis. And the cool thing that we're, the reason that I'm promoting these is because if you use the code Kendall 2021, 
um, you'll get 10% off. Mm -hmm. 15% will go to a, a great organization called Her Justice, which is out of New York. And it's helping women with all types of struggles that they're facing with like where legal they need issues. legal they need legal, legal funds yeah and, and i feel like sometimes yeah. we kind of forget that you know a lot of people can absolutely not afford to no you know get a lawyer or get the proper help that they need in order to yes. you know successfully do whatever they're trying to do and i mm -hmm. just think it's so cool that there are organizations out there that are specifically made to help um, women specifically, you mm -hmm. know, get through legal issues, whatever that may be. And there's there's so much bullshit that happens in courts and yeah. women get screwed over all the time. Yeah. So I just thought it was a great time to do this, too, because I know so many people are stuck at home with abusers, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of times work is an ex escape for a lot of people and some people don't have that right now. So mm -hmm. domestic violence rates are actually up really high. And I just thought it would be a great cause to work with. So this company, Magic of Eyes, awesome. They're donating 15% of all sales with that code Kendall Ray 2021 um, to Her Justice. And then also 5% is being donated to planetary and wildlife conservation funds. Like they have different charities that they work with as well. And also they also are part of also, also, also <laughs> they're part of 1% for the planet. Um, so they give 1% back to the planet. So again, if you use that code, I'm not making any money off of this, just to be clear, it's all for charity. And these are just the coolest. I love them so they're much. So I've cool. been using them since before we've even started working together and they're really pretty. I really recommend them. They're so fun. So yeah. Treat yourself going yeah. into 2021. Hell yeah. And yeah. Cool. Now word from our sponsors. Now word from our sponsors. Guys, this year I am refocusing on what it means to take care of myself. And it couldn't be easier than with Daily Harvest. They've been one thing that makes me feel so much better about myself, my day, and my life. If you guys don't know what Daily Harvest is, Daily Harvest delivers delicious food all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It literally takes minutes to prepare, and I never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it, so you waste less food as well, which is really awesome. They never use any preservatives, added sugar, or anything artificial. Seriously, guys, Daily Harvest works directly with organic farms to freeze their ingredients right on the farm at peak ripeness to lock in nutrients and taste. And they're also committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. And with Daily Harvest, there's something for any time of day. Smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch and dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather, like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. Also, guys, I tried one of their ice creams and it was so good. The fact that it's vegan and it also was made with potatoes, sweet potatoes, and it tasted amazing. Like the salted caramel in it was delicious. Would highly recommend. With Daily Harvest, I'm enjoying undeniably delicious, clean food without any prep. And whether you're looking to have your daily dose of fruits and veggies or just want to have a little more time back on your hands, you can too. Get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code SESH to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code SESH for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com, dailyharvest.com. And our next sponsor is Usual Wines, which we have had on this podcast several times now. So we're always happy to have them back on the show. If you're not familiar with Usual Wines, guys, it is a service for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, so a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So you get a little bit extra. No more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. Because of the single serve format and bottle design, Usual Wines are always fresh. No more flat bubbly, no more stale rosé. It's awesome. And the wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. 
Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling wine called Brut. And they also have a limited production Brut Rosé. Usual wines are made from world-class American viticultural areas in California, like Napa, Sonoma, and Santa Barbara, and are made with minimal intervention, zero sugar, and zero additives. These grapes for the wines are picked at optimal ripeness to ensure that all sugar will be fermented completely until the wines are dry with no residual sugar. All that's left is delicious, clean wine. The process of fermentation happens when natural yeast eat the naturally occurring sugar in the grapes. In goes sugar, out comes alcohol. Some winemakers will purposely end fermentation early to keep a little sugar in your wine, but usual wines are fermented until no more sugar is in the wine. This ensures the wines are as dry as possible and lower in calories. And guys, they also have a special wine out right now called Usual Reserve. It's an ultra premium limited edition Mount Viter Cab Savion. Introducing Usual Reserve, they say this is their most special wine yet. Hailing from the most celebrated plots of land in Napa, the Cab Sav is concentrated and rich with just enough grip. My personal favorite is the Rosé. I think it's delicious and I love that it has a screw-on cap so that if I, for some reason, don't want to drink the whole bottle, I can always um, close it back up. So go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use our discount code SESH for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Okay, welcome to the astrological age for dummies, by dummies. <laughs> and hopefully this will actually teach you something and then you can go and confirm and, you know, verify all mm. such information. I'm going to do my best to try to explain this the way that I understand this. And yeah, just please keep in mind that I'm not an expert. Please, there are better people mm-hmm. out there to get this information from. But it is fun to talk about. That's why we want to talk about it. Just discuss. Mm-hmm. And I know some of you don't know anything about this topic. So it might oh. be a great intro. Right. So, okay. So here's the thing too. This isn't something where we have documentation of everything. We don't know exactly when these periods start. These are all general estimates. So I'm going to try to explain this. So it starts in 20,000 BCE in Capricorn and it actually works backwards. So it starts in Capricorn and moves Sagittarius, Scorpio, Libra, so on. Okay. So these are about 2000 year periods. And then there's something known as the great year or the large cycle, Mm -hmm. uh, which is about 25,886 years somewhere around that. And that is moving through all 12 signs. Okay. So guess what? We are at the end here with age of Aquarius. We are starting the final cycle before the great year either restarts or some people say the world will end. Oh, shit. Spicy. Um, but yeah, we are starting this 2000 year period, whether it started a few years ago or it's about to start. I don't know. Most people seem to agree that it just started with the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, mm-hmm. which was on the 21st, mm-hmm. the solstice. This is also known as the great conjunction. Yeah, we could get into that, but that's going to take a while. So to start with the ages, um, started with we don't know that much about our past that we can really fill in Mm-mm. tons of this like our astrology book the one that we recommend yep um she starts in age of leo. virgo or cancer oh leo does she start with leo yeah she starts with leo so there are several ages before that where there's not as much time or there's not as much info about human history right, right. we know some things but we don't know enough to like really sit here and be like and then this happened and no. then this happened so it goes through Sagittarius is 18,000 BCE, Scorpio 16,000 BCE to Libra. And we'll start talking about it at Virgo, which I believe a lot of people have the idea that 
the human race was evolved or came to be during Virgo, Mm -hmm. which if you know anything about astrology, you know that the symbol for Virgo is the virgin. Mm -hmm. So, and that doesn't mean that everyone that's a Virgo is a virgin. It has nothing to do with that. It's like the start, the birth, the beginning Mm -hmm. of humanity. So um, we were pretty like archaic during this time. Yeah, definitely. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, then we also moved into Leo Mm -hmm. and that was in 10, thousand bce and this is when we got really into uh flashy things gold we became Uh a little more um materialistic in a way okay less like more into our own possessions than we were before that men and women lived in caves and learned to refine highly finished and polished stones yes exactly okay exactly so our our notes here we have notes as well Mm -hmm. And they start with... They start with cancer. Cancer. So I guess we can jump in there. Yeah. Um, but yes, basically in Leo, that's when we started to get kind of some nicer nicer shit, right? Started to care more about different things. And all of this is about the human race going through all of these periods and taking something from it and learning something, mm-hmm. you know, so that we can evolve. So that's the thing with the age of Aquarius is we can talk about what we think could happen, but no one exactly knows what we're supposed to go through because we haven't gone through it yet. And that's right. part of our growth. Right. Yeah. So we don't actually know like what exactly no. we, we, there's like a theme for Aquarius. There's some concepts we can go over, but it's not like, Oh, this time is going to be this right. exactly. Right. Down to a yeah. How do you predict, predict the next 2000 years? No, like, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't. Right. Um, okay. Okay. All right. So let's start with cancer because that starts around um, 8640 to 6480 BC. That's kind of the time frame. Mm-hmm. So eight to 10,000 years ago. Right. Uh, so cancer rules food, settled life. Cancer is all about their home, their shell, mm-hmm. going back to the self. Um, farming, family, and the divine mother. So cancer is also known as the most motherly sign. If you have a cancer in your life, most likely they've been very motherly to you or... If, you know, not that, I mean, motherly or fatherly. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, no, I understand. Um, they've been very, like... They're, ter- they're, they're caretakers. caretakers. Yep. Um, almost to a fault. <laughs> yeah. To where they just can't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, this brought in the inventors of agriculture in several places in the world. This was a time that we understood water systems a lot better. Cancer is a water sign. Mm-hmm. So we understood how to actually water our plants properly and evolve our agriculture mm-hmm. um, like their tools mm-hmm. we introduced like axes and then they you know they replaced the older like paleolithic tools i don't even know what they were yeah but we were like trying to become more advanced with the stuff mm-hmm. we had and being able to grow our own stuff and yeah like you said it's very fitting for a cancer yeah it is it's it's all about building the home and building the home base pretty mm-hmm. much and so people were all about getting into these communities and starting to have like a a routine and families became more important versus just running around. Everyone's like cavemen before, right, you know? Right, right, right. So yeah, that's how it kind of changed during that time. It's also believed that during this time that people could have been more highly intuitive while there is 
a water sign in place, which is interesting because we were just in Pisces. So, you know, the same thing would probably be happening there as well, if Mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. And that we had more connection to invisible worlds or other dimensions, Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then people were more intuitive. So there wasn't a need for an organized religion yet. That's really interesting to think about. Mm -hmm. And wasn't a need for one. Like hmm. maybe having an organized religion and needing to understand that was, is part of our growth, mm-hmm. you know, that we were going to eventually break into all these religions and, right. you know, try to have an explanation for yeah. life. I mean, that's kind of what it, I, I don't know. I know that some people will disagree with me on this, but in my opinion, like religion, I think is kind of like something that we use to try and make sense of the world. Right. Yes. And like try and put the missing puzzle pieces together so that, you know, when we go to bed at night, we can kind of like feel better knowing that or believing, you know, Mm -hmm. this, that, and the other, whatever it may be. So I'm wondering if that's kind of like what we had to step into in order to then be able to branch out, which is kind of what we're doing now in uh, age of Aquarius, but we'll talk about that later. A lot of people think that, especially at the end of an age, it's preparing you for the following age and that we're dealing with things like if, if the age of Aquarius just started, maybe we went through kind of the, tail end of Pisces. Pisces is very emotional, very, yeah. we'll talk more about Pisces. Yeah. We'll get more. Um, but yeah. Okay. Let's go forward. So yeah, domestication, settling down into permanent places mm-hmm. and family structures. Yep. That's all about cancer. So then we have age of Gemini mm-hmm. from 6480 to 4320 BC. Mm-hmm. And Gemini, Gemini is such an interesting sign. Mm-hmm. It's like the most wise and intelligent sign it's Mm -hmm. all about conversation communication thinking language all of that traveling to so so. many gemini's i know are like fast on their feet like i think i can throw out like a you know joke or something fast Mm -hmm. like they've got one right in their pocket come back with just as fast like they they're just i feel like they're like almost like on like times two speed as like mm-hmm. the normal person almost it seems like as far as like yeah. their brain processing i agree with that i don't know there and it, it makes it very hard for me to sometimes keep up with them when they talk because i'm just like so mm-hmm. like sometimes i just get so like lost <laughs> in their words like they're jumping to, from this to this and yeah. i'm just like trying to keep up yeah um so this was a a time of polarization gemini is also the Twins. The sign of polarization. Mm-hmm. There's the twin. Yeah, the twins. Mm-hmm. Um, more like, I mean, pe- it's not just like two personalities, though. No. That's the biggest misconception. People no. think like, oh, Gemini's have double personalities. They have like 50 personalities. And yeah. not in a way where it's like, oh, you're two-faced or whatever. It's, yeah. it's like they can almost like take on what they yeah. need to take on in order to succeed. They can match any vibe they can turn into what they yeah. want to and i want to clarify we do not mean personalities as an actual personality disorder no. we mean like no. uh your like vibe yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah, 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 they yeah, can yeah. change moods very quickly right yes um, yeah yes and they that's why they're so they're able to get along with so many people oh gosh now we're just going into this whole <laughs> thing on gemini's I know. we're talking about the age so <laughs> this was a time where we learned how to travel a little more we were experimenting you know, with boats and mm-hmm. going to exploring. Mm-hmm. Uh, language was also more developed. People were starting to think more um, out of the box. Yes, I guess. more out of the box. Definitely. There was a lot of trade going on. Mm-hmm. This was the first industrial age mm-hmm. and there was a sudden dramatic for many different crafts. Ceramics was one of the most important. This is a really artistic sign too. all air signs are very artistic. So this was a huge time for creation for archaeologists i mean mm-hmm. for um architects and 
I didn't mean archaeologists. Um, yeah. Well, well it's it important wasn't... for them now, I would say, like uh, the age of Gemini, because, you know, yeah. ceramics and. Yes, because we still have their stuff now. Yes. Right. Yeah. But I meant like it was an important time for the artist sure. back then. There was a lot of smaller shops and things being created. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people were really into like t- making new things that mm-hmm. hadn't been made before. One thing that's interesting is that they say that at the beginning of the age of Gemini, like, you know, for example, pots were super plain and simple. It was just a pot Mm -hmm. to hold your shit. And by the end of it, it was much more decorated and beautiful and glazed and abstract. And that through that, we've really come out into our artistic abilities, our creativeness, Mm -hmm. creativity, I should say. Yep. Yep. More into, you know, expanding ideas, sharing ideas, Mm -hmm. sharing art trading with each other mm-hmm. yeah all of that and just communication in general was mm-hmm. up a lot you know people are more interested in each other more interested in socializing people are more interested in gossiping as well this is when we like really mm-hmm. started gossiping quite a bit i guess <laughs> and then we moved into the age of taurus in 4320 to 2160 bc mm-hmm. yep so taurus rules wealth peace, comfort, refinement, and per- permanence. Permanence, yes. Which I'm yes. like, ha ha, <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. I was I like, know. that's very true. That is true. <laughs> it is. So this was this was a huge time for business growth, for people to start collecting wealth for money systems to be formed. Mm-hmm. Um, we were getting more developed into learning how to Farm. make more yeah make it more into a business though the mm-hmm. farms exactly how can it be more streamlined and this was when we became a more materialistic society mm-hmm. during this time we like to hang on to things that we had collecting you know clothes bowls all those types of things we were like hanging on to more and more of that stuff during this time um, becoming more practical more nature increase this is an earth sign so we were um, at the time, more connected to our planet, mm-hmm. according to the to the ages. Um, also, a lot of cities were starting to be born or be made, I guess. But um, on specifically, like on a permanent hierarchy, like it was because they say that the walls of, you know, each building, they should say, were like facing the four cardinal mm-hmm. directions, north, south, east, west, you know, and by building this, it added a strict social hierarchy that defined people's places mm-hmm. in society. So I feel like yep. this is really the time where we kind of started forming the classes, if you will, Yes. of, you know, who, the hierarchy, who's in power, who's not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And trying to collect material wealth, mm-hmm. you know, it, having wealth over someone else, mm-hmm. that, that whole thing. Exactly. Also, many cultures, including the Egyptians and natives who were at its height at the time, worshiped the bull, which is the sign of the Taurus. Mm-hmm. Apis or Apis, I believe. Apis. I Apis, Apis, A-P-I-S. The bull god. That's super, super interesting. So interesting. So then we have Age of Aries, mm-hmm. which is 2160 to 0 BC. Brings us right to zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aries rules warfare, overcoming challenges, competition, anger, aggression, and independence. So I guess we can probably figure out what happened a lot during this time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We had a lot of war, Mm -hmm. a lot of divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. What's mine? What's yours? And, you know, uh, Taurus has a more feminine energy to it. Peace. Aries has a much more masculine energy. So just in general, that tends to be more aggressive, more... Um, serious about things mm-hmm. like 
we were probably at this time really starting to have things more set up in a way that made the most sense for the people at the top, mm. you know, like a more, we were setting ourselves up for this really, the hierarchy continues. Yeah, the the power structure that yeah, we deal with to this day. For. The power yes. structure, that's the words I'm looking for. Yes. No, yeah, that's actually a great point. Mm -hmm. Because it says like, you know, the general peacefulness that was seen in the age of Taurus was short-lived because this new age like defined war. Yeah, yeah. Glad we're not living right now during the age of Aries. Me too. Yeah, it was a time for military cultures mm -hmm. in the Egyptians, Persians, Trojans, Greeks, Spartans, Romans, yep. all of those. Lots of fighting at this time. Mm -hmm. Um. This time is all about the mighty male heroes of our time and warriors, Moses, Hercules, Spartacus, Alexander the Great. You know, there's mm -hmm. so many of them. Um, and then this is also a time where we really honed in on engineering, math, and logic, mm -hmm. all for the, making our power structure work better for right. the people on top. Right. Yep, exactly. And then we moved into the one that we... Just left. Just left, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Uh, age of Pisces, 0 to 1900. So, yeah, this is this version of it says 1900. Right. I've seen a lot that say, literally, I've seen some that say 2020. In the grand some scheme of things. Some say 2000. A thousand years is like nothing in the yeah. grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. So, Pisces rules religion, which is very interesting because we have had so much religious growth in our communities over the last 2000 years like how many how religions have grown and spread out and there's more religions and people are very attached to their religious beliefs it's become a huge part of our society religion well, in general bc ended yeah at that age mm -hmm. um which is yeah really interesting to think about honestly um, yeah it is it was a completely new change in our spirituality mm -hmm. exactly um pisces is also the sign of transcendence prophecies and prophets drugs yeah we've had a lot of drugs in the last 2000 years that's for sure mm -hmm. uh illusion imprisonment and fear, fear. so i want to touch on the fear thing for a second yeah. i feel like a lot of people at the top and in power use fear as a tactic in order to yes. keep control and i just think it's interesting how before that we were you know trying to build up the hierarchy build up the powers and now we're using fear to try and like, I guess, organize everyone else and make sure people are yep. doing what they want them to do or whatever. It's a power thing. Fear mongering is real. I mean, I would say that's fact. Oh, yeah. And most people believe in that. I think would agree with you that fear is used as a tactic to get to control us all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's because it works. Mm -hmm. Fear yeah. is the biggest way to control anyone. Like if you do any type of, you know, uh, experiment in psychology, you know, how do you get someone to do what you want? Like scare them mm -hmm. or make them fear they're not going to get food or something. They're going to mm -hmm. fear something mm -hmm. in order to produce the effect. And I think that fear also like kind of ties with stress in a way. Like I think stress can often like go hand yeah. in hand with fear. And to some degree, I feel as though it is almost 100% necessary to have stress and fear because it is motivating for mm -hmm. us in some way. Like if we didn't have any stress or any anxiety or any fears, then we probably wouldn't really feel the need to like try and grow as a society. And so I think it's interesting to think about how sometimes like we really, you know, there's a, such a good thing as good stress. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, although, you know, fear is maybe not like a positive thing typically, I think it has to do with us being motivated to continue to better ourselves and continue to want better for our societies. Fear is how you grow at the end mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. Being afraid of something is what challenges you to fight against it or to try to work against it mm -hmm. if that makes sense yep 
fear is like a huge motivation for humans, probably our biggest one, right? Mm -hmm. Just like it's in our DNA. Yeah. Um, but also, so illusion, that's really interesting to think of. It's supposed to be Pisces is a lot of deceit. Like if you know, Pisces, they probably lie. If you're a Pisces, you probably lie. And not maybe, gonna lie. And maybe not even like not gonna try. <laughs> maybe not even like, you know, thinking up a lie in your head, but mm-hmm. it's almost like there a lot of Pisces I know are very much dreamers in the sense mm-hmm. that I'm like, you're reaching a little far. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're a little in fantasy land, a mm-hmm. tiny bit. And sometimes they sometimes I know Pisces that I can't tell if they know that they're lying or right. if they really think if the they things really they're saying are what, true. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not saying every Pisces out there is a huge liar. This no. is just a total, you know, it's a generalization. And this is for water signs in general. Mm-hmm. Cancers, Scorpios are all known to be kind of sneaky, kind mm-hmm. of a little bit of liars. And, you know, it varies from person to person yeah. how many, and I'm not saying I don't lie in my life. Right. You know, I tell white lives sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm a really fucking honest yeah, person. Yeah, you are. Now. Like you are anyone who knows me knows I'm like too honest. It's a little much. Yeah, you're pretty honest um, for sure. But yeah, it's the, it's, I don't have any Pisces. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the, this was the time of lies and manipulation mm-hmm and illusions and that's why so many people are like coming now that we're headed into this age of aquarius which a lot of people think the age of aquarius actually started when the internet started and that the internet is the marking of the Ah. ages changing because that is when we had access to so much information and the truth just started pouring out and now we have so many more conspiracy theorists and so many more um people that are more into spirituality that have been able to access information they didn't know about it was like probably the it's the biggest tool of probably this age that is so great because uh, you know before the internet yeah you could like go to a library and like you could try to do your own research and come mm-hmm. to your own conclusion but it was way harder like for the most part i feel like you would get your information your opinions based on someone else who said those things and you aligned with them or whatever but now it's totally different because you can look up anything and find a zillion articles or whatever on mm-hmm. it yep. and really be able to come to your own conclusion at the end of the day you don't have to be like well that's what the news said so that's what i take it for because i have right. no other source to go to and that's exactly right i mean there had to have been a shift and we're just seeing i think the beginning of it Mm-hmm. And it's already changed so much. We talk about how much has changed since the internet started. Like, oh my God. It's insane. We could do a whole episode just on <laughs> everything has changed yeah. since, since then. Mm-hmm. It's wild how fast we have moved. So it's like launched us into this time, which is why I really believe in this so much is it was so obvious we were in the age of Pisces. It made so much sense that fear, that imprisonment, these lies, um, questioning our spirituality looking for answers Mm -hmm. and now we're headed into this age of aquarius which aquarius is all about the truth Mm -hmm. that's it's the sign of truth it's about exposing what's really underlying there Mm -hmm. and i think covid kind of brought some of that truth out it's bringing more and more out and i think it's bringing a lot of people to the answers that they've been looking for for a long time. I think even having this break from work for some people or like being forced to be home. And I know not everyone's had a break from work. That sounds stupid, but a lot lot of people have have had a lot of downtime or they're working from home and they have more downtime Mm because you're just working at home and they've had more time to like check in spiritually because we're on this fucking rat race. Let's be real. We're on this ridiculous system where we are trained to believe our lives are supposed to be work, 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 make money, make work, money, work, make work. money. Then then you die and hopefully you have some to pass on to your kids. If you're not That's it. busy, then you're like 
lazy and what are you doing? Like you got to be busy and always doing right. something and work, 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 work. And I think that is such a flawed way of thinking. Yeah. And, and then we're so tired that we're burnt out right. and we don't have time. We're to literally living grow. to work. Yep. That's but like, exactly right. why? Because like we should be living at the end of the day. Right. Right. And it's interesting because I feel like our generation and the generations below us are very much so like, mm-hmm. um, what the fuck is that? I, I want know. to live yep. my life. Why is it a good thing to be working yourself into the ground where yep. you're like going to die? It's ridiculous. There's a huge divide between our generations. It's like we're right at that, you know, where the um, what are they? The boomers mm-hmm. are kind of where like millennials are kind of the start of Aquarius a little bit started a little bit the beginning of age of Aquarius and we're all kind of part of that but you know it does feel like the people older than us sometimes some of them are a little like disconnected or they have been so ingrained by society that they're like having trouble accepting that things are changing Mm -hmm. and moving in this new direction of like work smarter not harder yeah and and, in so many different ways so many ways yeah um but yeah I mean I think this is this is an incredible time and a really exciting time to be alive if you do believe in astrology because we're going to start seeing so many things fall. And and I'm not saying, oh, you know, Age of Aquarius just started. So now everything's going to be better. Here we are yeah, into brighter times. I wish. Like this is, this is a long time. We're probably not going to see that many changes in our own lifetime. Maybe, maybe actually. Maybe. I mean, a lot of people say Age aliens of Aquarius is going to bring aliens. Are that's aliens that's the big topic. But are they coming now? Are they coming in 500 years? Are they coming in a thousand know. years? I don't know. Baba Vanga said like, what? Like, I think like in the 200 something. I don't know. Not now, we'll but see. I think it personally could be soon. You know, I think everyone has their different beliefs about mm-hmm. that. But I think this is going to be a really exciting time for all these different things to happen. But in order for us to change, we're going to have to fall apart. And I think, unfortunately, we're going to see, maybe not unfortunately, but we're going to see more things fall apart. Mm. Like we're just at the, we're just at the end of age of Pisces. Like the energy, it's not something it's like, oh, a new day right now at 12 midnight, the energy (laughs) shifts and changes completely. Like this is something that's, we're going to, that's why no one can agree on when this started. Right. Because this is such a gradual, slow change and we're going to have to see systems fall apart that's what aquarius is all about bringing out the truth breaking down the old so that we can start this new especially for at the end of our cycle yeah you know before we start a completely new great year right we have to be ready for what that's going to hold and a lot of people think that's planetary travel that's beyond our planet that's like maybe to a, a lot of other if you believe in aliens maybe to other species out there we look pretty unevolved right we look like we haven't gone through everything but we're right there yeah we're right there that's what i think it seems like it and we're just kind of like and it's interesting because i feel like again the younger generations are like you mentioned the whole thing about like things falling apart and stuff and i think Mm -hmm. that is because the generations my like you know millennials and below us are waking up and being like yeah this is bullshit what we're living in like the system that we we have in place and so fuck that let's let's break them down and unfortunately mm-hmm. like a lot of times things have to get worse in a sense yep. before they get better because you gotta like rebuild that's the truth and as much as i want to just be like oh we're headed into the enlightenment it's gonna be so great like <laughs> things are gonna we're gonna see some major things happen i think i think so too. um we're gonna have to i mean look at how many things in our society is so fucked up yeah. the healthcare system big pharma is like completely running shit oh it's like we've got to open up to that i think we're gonna we're gonna break that down in the next few years i, I think, think we're so gonna too. break up scams like insurance mm-hmm. and 
school the way that loans. we do loans yes yeah. definitely school loans Screwing like we're gonna just over see for, well i mean people are sick of like going to school being told they'll you know go to school go to college you'll get a good mm-hmm. job and you can buy a house in two years and you it's come out and you're in thousands of dollars in debt mm-hmm. you have no experience and no one wants to hire you because you have no experience and mm-hmm. so it's like it's bullshit and yeah and people are realizing that especially yeah. our generation because we're actually living through it versus a lot of our parents were able to, to fulfill that exactly a lot of like back then it was go to school be able to buy a house be able to get a good job you're mm-hmm. good to go now mm-hmm. it's like go to school you're in tons of debt and you know apply for random jobs that have nothing to do with your degree mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot of people unfortunately yep and of yep. course there's a whole narrative like well you should go back to school and get your master's and it's like mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great to some point, but all, at the same time, like, why are we still? I feel like we're just encouraging people to go into more debt with mm-hmm. no guarantee of anything. Oh yeah, I mean, honestly, all of our systems are very messed up because we have powers at B that have ill intention, mm-hmm. and that's just the the bottom line. Selfish, only looking out for the top. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. We are all part of this like system. You know, it's it's very obvious once you start looking into it the way that it works that we are just part of almost a corporation, especially here in America. And I think a lot of people are seeing that after this pandemic, that's another, that goes back to the theme of things got to fall apart for us to see the truth. Mm -hmm. I think people seeing our government not taking care of us during a fucking pandemic has been so eye opening to people. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I paying? You pay so much in taxes. You pay so much in taxes. Absolutely. And it's right. They always say like, Oh, it's, it's, it's for you. It's to better ourselves in case we have emergencies in case, you know, you'd think this is an emergency, right? Like we are the fact that we can't agree on anything. Everyone's fighting. Everything's fucked up. Our systems are a mess. It makes me mad because they act like the top percentages. I feel like act like, oh, there's nothing we can do. We're trying our best. I'm like, that is bullshit. You guys can type numbers into a computer and press a button and mm-hmm. help us. Like you can yeah. do it. There is money to do it. You're putting zillions of dollars elsewhere and we won't get into that. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I think we're waking up to the fact that's like, no, you're not trying your best. No, that's fucking bullshit. You're not trying your best. Yeah. More people are realizing that and just wanting better for themselves, wanting to change for the future. And does that mean we have to bring everything down though? Does that mean we have to see something dramatic? Are we going to see something? Are we going to see a civil war? Are we going to see world war three? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know. A lot of psychics thought last year they were going to have world war. It was very interesting. A lot of psychics last year, there was a conjunction. I can't remember. It's Saturn and uh, I can't remember. It was it was a big conjunction last January. Okay. And a lot of psychics predicted that would be the world the start of World War Three. And that was months before hmm. all the talk. And remember, we got fucking close. Oh yeah. We got close. I don't know if anyone remembers. Back this year's been kind of crazy, <laughs> but that was 2020. We almost got in World War Three. Yeah. We started off with World War Three and then went right into COVID afterwards. Right? So that like almost happened. You just wonder, like, Mm. is there something to it? Because I have heard psychics talking about that possibly happening for a really long time. And again, obviously, Mm. you can look at our climate and predict things. And yeah, they can. We talked about that last week. They can be somewhat spot on. But I think we're all able to kind of predict things because we're living through this. Like these. This makes so much sense. When you understand the signs, the way that this is all unfolded makes so Mm -hmm. much sense. Yep. So also in Aquarius, we're going to see a lot of, or are we even out of Pisces? <laughs> Am I even out of Pisces We kind of got here? on a tangent. We were pretty much out of Pisces. One thing that we was We pretty kinda, much talked about it. One thing that's kind of interesting though, is that, you know, Christianity, um, you know, started in, in Pisces. And so Pisces mm. is the fish yeah, yeah, and yeah. Jesus, you know, the symbol for Christianity is like 
the mm-hmm. fish and stuff. So I thought that was another interesting thing kind of has to do with the Taurus and the bull and that whole thing. It's really interesting how different, you know, big discoveries or whatever they may be in these ages correspond with the signs like animals mm-hmm. or whatever they are, you know, like the form of the sign. Right. So, yeah, no, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, Aquarius present day to around um, 4,000, you know, years is what we we think. Yeah. Um, we make it that far. <laughs> we live that long. They like invent something that makes us. Oh, live. us. Oh, no, we're not making <laughs> we're it that far. I just meant like humanity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's it's about brotherhood, science, freedom, justice. That's going to be a big theme for Aquarius mm-hmm. and equality. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aquarius is like the most accepting sign. Like Aquarians are such accepting, open people. And they're like, we're going to see a lot of self-expression during this time too. I think we're going to see more interesting clothes. Look at you in your cow outfit. Janelle's like age of Aquarius right here. Yes. there's me. It's all about expression. It's like no one, there's going to be less judgment of like, are you wearing a certain brand? <laughs> I remember in middle school, we were all like, Juicy oh, suits. yeah, line up your like American Eagle tank with your Hollister tank. Yeah. Like the little, yes. Yeah. So less of that, more expressing individuality and less about brands going into the future i like Um, that yeah i do i like that too and there's a lot of this is a really interesting uh concept too but aquarius is kind of this it's like the weirdest sign (laughs) it's like in a good way but i feel like most aquarians know that yeah they they know we're weird (laughs) yeah they're weird but i mean like it's a weird sign in the sense that it's kind of all over the place and conflicts a lot so it's kind of confusing just as a sign so right so like it's all it's about coming together but it's also about separation at the same time so that's why it's kind of a strange time because Mm -hmm. it is about us uniting which i think is really the internet that's going to unite us but we could see us moving further and further away from each other into more isolation um just because we're in Aquarius and we like want more space. Hmm. And a lot of people have brought up that that is be that's, you know, another part of COVID is us getting used to being more separate and mm-hmm. more connected via the internet and via other ways, hmm. but having less time of, like actually in person with each other. Because if, if we are in the age of Aquarius and a lot of us are, if you believe in ascension and you believe that we have ascended into 5d or that our consciousness is higher, our vibrations are higher, Mm -hmm. higher vibes. If you've ever heard of that, that we will be more affected by each other's energies and that we're not going to be, want to be around like randos anymore. (laughs) Could that also have to be with like the sense of like, yes, we are sensitive to each other's energies, but at the same time, because of that, we're maybe less judgmental. We're like, oh, yeah. we're all different. We're all kind of doing our own thing. Yes. We all have different interests and wants. Exactly. And that's chill. Like you do you, right. I'll do me. Like I'll still care for you. We're still going to like work for work with each other as humanity, mm-hmm. but like we're not here to like fight of who's better and what opinion's right and which mm-hmm. way you should do this and that and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do we need to like be physically together, together. to be united Mm -hmm. right yeah i don't know so yeah that's kind of i've heard different astrology like i've seen some astrologists say we're going to be more connected than ever some astrologists say we're going to be more farther apart than Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. but i feel like the internet just overall is connecting us more than ever so whether we're physically distant or not yeah yep well it says aquarius is a fixed air sign meaning there could be inflexibility and stubbornness of ideas but also Mm -hmm. in the sense of like focusing on the betterment of society but it could leave out the individual at some points 
which I think is kind of interesting. Um, Cause I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, Hmm, it's kind of conflicting. And that's where I feel like I just personally don't, don't like understand enough about it. Really. Um, I wish there was someone who could like really explain it to us, but <laughs> I know a few people that would be great. For the show, I know. But one day, yeah, one day will happen. One day. Um, but yeah, yeah, see, this is like another example of us being separated. It'd be so much great to have that. Oh, I know that human connection, but so much great. I know. Seriously. <laughs> They're saying that like, as we go through the Aquarius age, we will be able to continue to move away from stubbornness and find deeper truth and humanity and tap mm-hmm. into idealism to create a better world. So I guess, you know, who knows what it will look like at the end of age of Aquarius. Once right. we've gone through all of it, we, maybe we did start off a little bit selfish or a little bit, um, excluded or whatever and then you know as we slowly continue to grow forward maybe at Mm -hmm. the end we are one whatever that may be that's the goal right and it's like this is something that's going to take hundreds of years we're going to slowly move in this direction this is just a general you know it's not like a switch has been flipped i think that's a miscommunication or misunderstanding Mm -hmm. about the ages yeah yep A lot of people in astrology believe that we're going to be building on our past knowledge to discover new truths, meaning like going Mm -hmm. into space, maybe not necessarily in our solar system, but in, you know, and beyond in the universe and um, being able to understand like atomic energy and Mm -hmm. and electronics and aviation will be used in new ways. Um, You know, it is an air sign. So build off of the knowledge that we already have and take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The general theme with that. The new age offers hope. Uranus mm-hmm. is the ruler of Aquarius and is the um, planet of the future, they call it. It is. So like wishful thinking, um, you know, achieve universal harmony. We'll see. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of prophets that have talked about the general future for humanity. And a lot of them talk about us reaching this point of harmony, universal harmony at some point during this age. Um, I've heard it all different times, but it seems like that's the general belief is that, I mean, hopefully we, I mean, maybe if we don't, we just fail. It's like game over. Sorry. Start again from age of, of wow, Capricorn. Wow. That would be really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. There's not even a checkpoint to get to. But I mean, a lot of people think it's all just going to start again after that, but it, on a higher level and that you just like move up through the level. So that will take huh. from the, you know, the age that we just went through uh-huh. and we'll start in Capricorn and start with the work and really build from there. Interesting. Maybe. It's so far out there. I mean, yeah, maybe, right? We have no idea. <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> it's just really interesting to think about. It really is. Yeah, they say that the further we progress into the age, the more um, its higher manifestation will come into being. We'll work more with nature, not against it. Technology mm-hmm. is helping us reach a higher sense of consciousness, which is interesting because a lot of people believe that technology is going to destroy us. Mm-hmm. But it seems like in the age of Aquarius... Uh, you know, a lot believe that it's going to help us. I mean, we're always afraid of what we don't understand, mm-hmm. right? We're always going to be afraid of new things. And these ages are supposed to have new things that we may have been scared of at the beginning of the age. Sure. But by the end of it, it's just our reality. Right. Um, I think there's obviously positives, positives and negatives to technology. We talk about it all the time on Mile Higher. But I think in the long long term we need this to grow we absolutely need it if there is other civilizations out there if there are you know they're they're way beyond us oh yeah and we got to catch up and the only way we're going to do that is to face our fear which is growing technology right yeah they call growing growing pains pains. that's exactly right that's exactly right and i think that's what we're going through right now 
Yeah. Sure and seems it could, like it. It could continue for a while, right? Right. It's probably going to. Like, we're going to see a lot of, I mean, growing does hurt. Mm-hmm. Growing really does. And we have to, like, evolve. If you believe in reincarnation, you believe that the soul goes through this whole life journey in order to grow. And that there, there's an underlying mission. You either, you know, succeed at your mission of growth or you fail at your mission of growth. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the planet is in a way it's going through its own life cycle. Yeah. You know, the yeah. consciousness and humanity as one whole. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause right now, obviously like global warming, climate change is a real big issue. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's almost like, well, don't we need technology? Right. Well, I don't, I mean, maybe it will like, it's so bad right now, but maybe in the age of Aquarius, we'll be able mm-hmm. to somehow use our technology to, you know, save the planet. I know that sounds like so ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Save the planet. It's not ridiculous. In fact, it's totally possible. We, a lot of things are being hidden from us. And, and if, if it were up to humanity, there are ways to do it. It's just, we are being, we are so controlled. Yeah. It's just hard to be like, mm -hmm. how does one wee little human who doesn't really have power make a difference? Like, it's really hard to be like, okay, well, I'm doing my part to like not use plastic as much. But in general, like it's the giant corpse that need to get their shit together and make the changes. It's the people at the top that need to get their shit together and make the changes. And I unfortunately think it's up to us as, you know, the randos of society to stomp our feet enough and make a loud enough, Mm -hmm. you know, noise to be like, hey, guys at the top and girls at the top, get your shit together and help us fix this shit, you know, and continue to invest in technology and advancement in that area. That's going to help us because if anything's going to help us is not the corporation. No, it's not going to be us screaming. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. We're going to have to figure this out ourselves with technology. I truly believe that to Mm -hmm. save ourselves, that technology is going to be the thing. Some people believe the complete opposite. And I respect your opinion. But no know. one knows. So I guess neither of us are right, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess I wish we could watch this 2,000 years from now and see who was right. <laughs> yeah, me too. They say it, but hopefully by the end of Aquarius, most people have developed a direct connection and interact with the, quote, central intelligence of the universe. And that's yes. like really what the talk is. Mm-hmm. If you're like into UFO talk, you know, and looking into interdimensions and stuff like that and harnessing universal energy and, you know, whatever it may be. It fits a lot with Aquarius. It does. I mean, we oh, we love to talk about the Kardashev scale. Yeah, we love that. And how you got to move up the scale in order to be seen. We're not even registered on the scale. We're a zero. Um, on the If you don't know what that is, look into it more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of the universal intelligence scale. Yeah. It's a model. It's not, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's really interesting. Though. It is. Yeah. It is. Look so it up when you have a chance. It kind of matches all up with these ages, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. us growing to that level maybe in order we maybe we have to go through all 12 signs before we get to level one right. maybe this is the final stage for us to be able to get there damn we just missed it I, you and well, i <laughs> you know what if you believe in reincarnation oh, we'll probably be back maybe maybe, maybe we'll be back maybe you're lucky enough to return <laughs> have you seen that have you heard about this new movie soul Sydney, I, I bet you have i knew my girl sid would know <laughs> Sydney's a big Disney fan, so we're going to watch that, okay, in the next couple of days. I want to watch it. What is it about? It's about, like, a soul and oh, reincarnation. Like, really? Disney's getting real woke. I was about to say, <laughs> Disney's talking about that? I have. I mean, I have no idea how, how much it goes. I've seen a little clip of it. They literally were, like, flying through the air with a soul, and the character's, like, a soul, and I don't know. It's It sounds awesome. People have said it's yeah. great. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet, but it, it does look really good. So. And it's, like, stuff like that. Think about how many kids are watching that. How many ideas that is planting. Mm. 
you know, True. exposing them to new things. I, I, I love it. It's so cool. I can't <laughs> wait to watch it. Um, but we'll end on that note before I just keep rambling on. I can go on and on about astrology. Let us know what other types of topics of astrology you want us to cover, whether that's going more into like moon signs or yes. we we'd love to talk about it. And I know if you guys aren't familiar, we did do an astrology podcast. Like I think it was like our second or third episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about like our birth charts and our like rising moon and sun signs for Kendall and I. Um, so definitely check that out if you haven't, but we want to do more astrology episodes for sure. Cause we love them and we, we think do. they're interesting. And so, and like we know. said, it gives us the opportunity to research more and learn more, which mm-hmm. is really fun. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can get some guests that can teach us yes. some stuff in person. Cause I would love to be able to ask questions yeah. and pick people's brains. Me and too. I want uh, an astrologer want an to come on here and look at my birth chart and be like, you suck at this and you're great at this and you have this and this <laughs> and you do this because of that. this. <laughs> That's not how it's going to go, but we could definitely do that. And like I said, I do know some people and I've already been in contact and we're talking about next year. So hopefully yeah. we'll get a couple different people that have some interesting things to share with us. This whole show was supposed to be about guests. I know. We made it. We're like, we're not so many guests. And then it's 2020. Know, said, 2020 nope. COVID. Yep. Hey, maybe we were just supposed to like build it up ourselves and then have guests come on. Yeah, you know what? It honestly kind of works that it works this way because we're able to we're getting used to talking to each other and being co-hosts, yeah. even though we still interrupt each other all the time. Whatever. We're, I feel like we're, we're getting better. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, I mean, we've we're literally we've had like 20 years of learning to <laughs> interrupt each other. It's going to take a long time to unlearn that shit. <laughs> 25 <laughs> years, honestly. Very true. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. It's been a been a great year though it has it's been fun doing this with you yeah. i'm so glad we're doing this me too it's really awesome so yeah let us know what else you want us to see or want us to cover <laughs> what you want to see and want us to cover in the new year um but yeah that's gonna be it for today guys thanks so much for watching um if you have a second hop on to apple um, podcast and spotify yes. and um subscribe and follow us there or give us a review on apple Podcasts. we would greatly appreciate it it yes, helps us please. a lot if you're just watching on youtube and don't normally listen on um, audio that's totally fine but we would greatly appreciate that follow or subscribe uh, but yeah, that's it for uh, this week, guys. We will be on back here next week for another great episode. And we'll see you on the next sesh. But until then, keep, keep it, it fresh. With Lunchables, you can build a cracker stacker as high as the moon, or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a guitar like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Build yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lunchables, built to be eaten.